Uh, what's going on everybody and welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the most unexceptional gaming and geek culture podcast on the web. Each and every week we take a look at the week that just passed, talk a little bit about the news, talk about what I've been up to, and then we do some community questions and community topic and then we're out for the week. And then we come back the next week and do it all again. So, like always, let's start out with what's happening. What have I been up to this week? Actually, uh, not a whole lot, so I don't have a lot to talk about. I've mostly just been working a lot on videos for 12 Frantic Days of Christmas. And it's been an interesting prospect, to say the least. And... Some videos I have had to completely alter everything that I was doing with them. Some I've had to re-record three or four times. It's been uh, an interesting thing to try out and do. For sure, I'll have the 12 videos done by the time everything's done. It's just been nuts trying to get them all done. And hopefully, at least, I would say hopefully at least four or five of them you'll really like. And then maybe a few of them you'll be like, eh. But still, I've been having a good time with that. Um, Let's see what else. Besides that, I mean, I cooked the turkey. I finally cooked my turkey. I went and got it this last week. And it came out pretty good. I did forget to buy bacon, though, and do the bacon thing and everything. I just started putting it in the oven, and then I was like, hmm. I knew I forgot something. (laughs) But that's okay. And not really much else has been going on. This has been kind of a slow week for like extra stuff. I've been mostly just working a lot, doing videos. Um, I made my tentative game of the year top 10 list, which is still tentative because I'm going to try to play a couple more games or at least play some of the other games and see if it changes or if my mind changes any in the next I don't know, five or six days before I actually start making that video. That's going to be the last video I make, probably. I'm not 100% sure on that one, but it's most likely going to be the last episode of 12 Frantic Days of Christmas. Spoilers, but I figured that would be a little obvious. So, yeah, I have a pretty good list going, and it's probably pretty obvious what my top couple games are from what I've been talking about. Wait it, cat. Cat's freaking out. Super quiet until I turn this thing on. <laughs> so, uh, the news. Oh, wait. Why did I do it like that? That's not how I do news. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I've been doing this week. Just kind of chilling, making videos, hanging out with my girlfriend. Going to, went out a couple times. Nothing crazy, really. It's just kind of a chill week, which is not a bad thing. And... We're going to go into uh, everybody's favorite part of the show. Maybe. (laughs) The news of interest. And this is also going to be my topic of the week this week. It's going to be a short and to the point podcast. We had the Game Awards. They just happened last night. I stayed up and watched them. And I did originally, my original plan was to... Go ahead and make two episodes this week. So I'm going to ahead get that out of the way. I'm not making two episodes this week. This is how it's going to work. Is I'm going to make this episode about Game Awards. And then I'm going to watch PlayStation Experience kind of in the background as I watch the 50-hour Cartridge Club live stream. And that starts, I think, today, actually. Later on today. So by the time this is posted, it should be going on. And... uh or it should be starting soon or something along those lines. So if you want to check that out, go ahead and check that out. And then I, while I'm watching PSX, I mean watching the stream, I'll be probably just checking in on PSX to see what awards have been won. But that's about it. Not awards. I, I'm on award mode. <laughs> I just want to see what trailers are revealed, basically. See what kind of cool reveals they have. Um, But yeah, then next week... For the kickoff to Frantic Thoughts, I'm just going to go ahead and say that I'm going to have Sierra on with me for that episode. And we're going to have have a pretty 
probably a longer discussion, but I will have have a small new section dedicated to the PlayStation experience. So we can talk about some of the trailers from that. But that's probably about all I could really do for that. So let's go ahead and just jump into the actual news here. What was my favorite reveals? I, honestly, my I thought the show was pretty good. There, I had some issues with it. And it just kind of felt like it was so expensive to put on that they had to fill it with so many ads and there were so many fillers, you know, filler ads, eBay ads, Warframe, Rocket League ads. It was just too much crammed in there, you know, in my opinion, but it is what it is, you know. Um, some of the memorable games, though, well, one thing is um, the awards were pretty good. I, I, I actually feel like every single game got something or got recognized for something. The one that I noticed didn't get recognized for anything, that's a shame to me because this is up there for me as one of my favorite games this year is Horizon Zero Dawn. It's such a beautiful game. It has great gameplay and it has an awesome story, but there was just so much com competition that, you know, it was probably like a close second in a lot of these when it comes to voting and everything. Kind of kind of a shame, but it's still really cool that it happened. Um, what I'm going to go, I'm going to go off of the list that Round 2 Gaming made on the Cartridge Club forums. He actually went through and put all the trailers and a little description and all of the award, award winners on the forums. So if you want to check that out, it's cartridgeclub.org. And then if you can't find it, just search Game Awards. It'll be the top one. Okay? awesome anyway let's see let's see what kind of cool uh announcements or trailers they had and we're just going to kind of go through them real quick and i'll say if i'm really that interested in them uh they kicked it off with a pre a pre-game a pre-show and they had world war z the game which uh, i'm not i never watched a movie i don't really know much about it it just looks kind of like a zombie game it didn't seem too insane to me or anything like eh that's cool, I guess. And then uh, we had our trending gamer winner, which I've been want I've been pushing for Andrea Renee to win, but you know, I've been I vote I voted for every single day uh, since the voting went up. But uh, Doctor Disrespect won, which I know who he is. He used to do uh, Call of Duty like skits for like Call of Duty videos, and he has like a you know an alter ego where he's kind of like this. 80s asshole badass type character and he streams like that now so he has a huge following and I'm guessing he pushed his following and won because of it and then we had the vacation simulator which is by the same people that made job simulator and that actually looked kind of fun if I had VR I would be playing both of these games so job simulator you're in, you're in a job you can uh, interact with everything in the world and this one looks like, oh, I'm on the beach or I'm in underwater and I can interact with everything. That's pretty cool. It's more of an experiential type game, but it still looks like a lot of fun. And then we got the best score and music winner was Nier Automata, which I love the music in Nier. Um, I played a little bit more of Nier this week. I should have mentioned that. And it's it's pretty cool. It, I'm trying my best to get through the open world parts. That's the parts that bore me. But everybody says... If I get through that part and I get the I can get a mod that makes me run really fast and I'll get a mod that can make me uh, fast travel so once I get fast travel play a little bit more I will I'm gonna try I'm trying for that game because I actually want to like that game everybody prizes it so much so next up we have accounting plus for PSVR which I've heard of accounting before it's uh just this it's just kind of like Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty, but like unhinged. He does, it seems kind of, the character he has in the game is actually sort of loud and annoying. I don't know if that's on purpose, but um, it just seems almost too over the top and over almost a little bit too wacky and zany, you know. So for me, if I had it, I probably wouldn't even bother playing that game. <clears throat> and then they just shotgunned off. This is how D Dean put it. Shotgunned off uh, some more awards. We have the mobile game, Monument, Monument Valley 2, Sports and Racing, Forza Motorsport 7, Handheld Game, Metroid, Samus Returns, and 
best VR game, Resident Evil 7. Which makes sense, because it's the most mainstream, and everybody's like, yeah, that makes sense. And then they had a world premiere from From Software, so they showed what looks to be, graphic style-wise and font-wise, Bloodborne 2 or a Bloodborne successor of some sort. It was just maybe 10 seconds of footage. And the thing about this, what I think is going to happen is they showed this yesterday. Like, oh my god, this is happening. And then PSX is today. They're going to just do the entire reveal. That's my theory. Because I feel like it's a PlayStation-specific reveal. Like, it's going to be a PlayStation uh, exclusive game. So they probably want that on their stage tonight. So we'll probably see a Bloodborne 2 tonight. So, see, I'm, gonna spe- I'm speculating a little, but, you know, it kind of makes sense. Uh, they had, like, a really cool open... The orchestra was really cool. They had an orchestra. I'm just going to talk about it now. They had it at the beginning, and they kind of had some medleys from games that came out this year. And then they did an Overwatch tribute later on in the show. And then at the end of the show, they did, um, like, this huge, elaborate, like, every game that was Game of the Year uh, into one... Uh, song you kind of re- mixed it down and it was a really really good i had it it was kind of i think it had some other music in there i think it had some near music and stuff in there too but it was awesome i, I liked it. it actually was my favorite probably my favorite part of the show besides some of these reveals um they got best narrative for what remains of edith finch which is an excellent game it's a really really good storyline um it's kind of one of those walking simulator, quote unquote, but they do play with your expectations a lot, and you it, it it goes some places. I really liked it. I thought it was this house that you go into just has all of these kind of mystical things going on, and kind of mystical, kind of not. It, it's it's kind of it's just really cool, and it has a nice storyline. It has a nice little twist in it here and there. I liked it. And uh, if you ever played Giant Sparrow's first game, I think it was what's it called? unfinished swan where you paint stuff it actually has some lineage towards that kind of I, I don't want to spoil much but that's about all i can say but yeah those those games are both really good that's a great studio and i feel like they deserve that that was a great story and then they went into this trailer and then you start seeing it and it has this nice self-shaded artwork and then i'm like man this looks familiar and then you see campo santo and i'm like oh Firewatch. It's the same engine as Firewatch. It's called In the Valley of the Gods, and it looks like you are an explorer, and you're with some lady, maybe your wife or friend or girlfriend. They don't really say. It's no no dialogue or anything. But you're, like, exploring ancient tombs and stuff, and then you're taking pictures of it with, like, an old 1930s, 40s camera. It's pretty cool. Actually, video, that would be. Taking, like, silent film video of it looks... Like a really interesting and fun story to go through. But uh, then they showed the date. It was 2019. And I'm like, well, I'm just putting that out of my brain. I'm not going to think about that anymore. That's too far off. That's a whole entire year. I'm good. (laughs) And then we got the best action game, which is Wolfenstein 2. Which, yeah, it deserved it. And then we had the Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro Guillermo del Toro came on stage and they did best art direction and it was Cuphead and then um, there's some Breath of the Wild stuff they were talking about it like a little skit and stuff and then they had the second DLC pack which looks pretty cool and it's available now and the thing about this about Zelda is I've put like 40 hours into that game and I never beat it so I'm probably going to go back when there's a lull, I feel like there's a lull this month and to be in most of February, and there might be a couple of games here and there. So I'm gonna try to catch up on some stuff next couple months. This is a game I'm gonna go back to. I'm gonna try to actually beat Ganon and play these DLC packs. And it looks like, from what I can tell, it looks like you actually play as the champions, which that'd be awesome. I'm not 100% sure. If anybody's played it, you can leave a comment. Um, and then if you beat all the stuff, you get. A freaking motorcycle inside of the game that that it's like a mystical motorcycle i'm like okay this is a little ridiculous but why not <laughs> and then they had a pretty cool announcement uh felicia day came out on stage and announced the industry icon award and then they had this uh video that went into her life and everything it was carol shaw she's one of the original women developers in gaming 
and um, it was a really touching video and she just seemed super overwhelmed and super happy to receive the award. I was so happy for her um, because, you know, people back in, you know, it was cool that they recognized somebody from the past like that. They didn't just pick somebody that was, you know, more modern or anything. I felt, I felt like it was a really nice award and a really nice uh, person to pick for that. And then they had the Tekken, uh, the the heads of Tekken come out on stage, and then he said, "I think he said, my soul is burning," and everybody's like, "Oh my god!" And then they really revealed the Soul Caliber Six trailer, and I was like, "Okay, we're something's happening now." I was pretty hyped because I used to play Soul Caliber two and three all the time, and this just looks beautiful and i'm gonna have a good time playing this i'm sure that a lot of people in the club are going to be playing too so i'm looking forward to that i'm not a, like i've said a few times already i'm not a fighting game guy whatever but there are the few that i'm like man i gotta play it i gotta get into it it's so caliber and that dragon ball fighter z that's coming out soon i'm gonna get that too because i'm a huge dragon ball fan and it looks amazing so they had some more awards that were kind of just shot off too we got the role-playing game, Persona 5, strategy game, Mario and Rabbids, most anticipated game, Last of Us 2, which makes sense. And then we had best family game, and this is the only award that this won, Super Mario Odyssey. So, not game of the year this year, but still it won at least some award, which is cool. And then best esports team, Cloud9. I don't know who that is, and I kind of don't care. And they did the best debut indie game award which one actually had a little bit more procession and they actually had it on state you know talked about it on stage and it was cuphead which is cool i think that's the one that andy house uh announced yeah pretty sure am i wrong about that i think i'm right about that yeah i don't know anyway we have uh 50 first 50 versus 50 for fortnite battle royale i did try that this week i didn't mention that i mentioned uh I didn't mention any games in my, what I've been doing, but I played like five matches of it. It's it's pretty cool. I don't know. It didn't blow me away, but it it's kind of just a player unknown battleground clone with the cartoony art style and building in it. Eh, it didn't blow me away. And then they had a brand new. Uh, damn, sorry. <laughs> they had a brand new category called best ongoing games so this is the game games that people keep playing and they keep updating and patching and uh people keep going back to them because they keep having new content and uh overwatch won that which i feel like it deserves it it's a great game that always has new stuff going on there's literally a holiday event coming up this week that has the snowball fights from last winter event with maze uh gun and then they have uh Five Maze versus one Winston Yeti mode, which looks really, really cool. Um, and of course, there's going to be some legendary new skins, like always. This, I think that's on the 12th. And then the Monster Hunter World beta is tomorrow. Damn, that just popped in my head. Tomorrow's the 9th, so I'm going to be downloading that and trying it out. If anybody wants to play that with me, let's try it. Looks a lot of, like a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. And then uh, Conan O'Brien had a video, which... I don't know when he does gaming stuff lately it feels more more and more like he's phoning it in more and more and more and he kind of does the same jokes over and over again i'm kind of getting a little sadly because i i love clueless gamer stuff i feel like i'm getting a little bored of it i feel like he just kind of does the same bit and it's not any more interesting he doesn't do anything different with it anytime he goes cats knocks i'm knocking crap over i'm sure that's going to be fun to deal with in a minute. <laughs> and then they had uh, THQ Nordic. They had Fate to Silence Reveal trailer, which it looked pretty cool. kind of looked like a survival game. And it said early access, so I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And then one of the biggest announcements of the night, they have Bayonetta 1 and 2 coming to the Switch. And it's going to be Bayonetta 2 on a cartridge, and there's going to be a download code for 1. Which, I don't mind that. I know a lot of people will be frustrated by that, but... They gotta do what they what they gotta do. I don't think they that uh, they want to pay for two cartridges inside of a box. You'd probably have to pay sixty bucks. I think it's only gonna be like a forty dollar game. I could be wrong, but yeah, most likely it'll be fifty or sixty. It's a Switch game, 
Uh, they charge a little more for them, sadly. And then we got Bayonetta 3 World Premiere. And it was like a nice little teaser. And I saw some people saying uh, Reggie kind of hinted at, oh, there's a baby. And then the shape of the uh, actual logo kind of hinted that of birth and that it might be Bayonetta's daughter or, or son or something. I was like, eh, I don't know. It's a weird theory, but uh, I'll play some more Bayonetta. Honestly, I've never played Bayonetta 2, and I have a Wii U, and I just never bought it and played it. I just kind of skipped it for some reason. But I did play one like three times, so that's one of my favorite games. So I will probably jump into 1, 2, and then 3 when it comes out. I'll probably play through all three of them again. So, And then eSports player, Faker, I don't know who that is. And then... <sighs> Death Stranding trailer, guys. Oh. I started getting yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, this is kind of what I wanted. I wanted a Death Stranding trailer, right? But I wanted to actually see gameplay finally. It's been two years, I think, since I announced this thing already. 2014 or 15? No, it was. It might have been only one year. It feels like it's been two years since they announced this thing. 2015. Seems about right. So, two years, you'd think we would see at least a 10-second little snippet of footage. But it was this crazy 10-minute epic, and there were so many crazy things going on. Norman Reed is holding a baby in a jar, and freaking invisible demon monsters picking people up and turning them old instantly for some reason and killing them. And for some reason, Norman Reedus wasn't affected by any of this stuff. And then he ends up being underneath the water. And there's a whale swimming by. And he's floating there seeing bodies rise up to the surface. Dude, it, it was freaking just batshit off the wall. I had a huge grin on my face. And I loved every minute of it, though. <laughs> I just love how... I don't know what this game is. I He says it's an action-adventure game. Hideo Kojima has said this, I don't know, 15, 20 times probably by now. Like every interview he does. Like people will say, okay, these trailers are crazy. Yeah, we get it. It's a crazy tone. What is the game? He's like, oh, it's an action-adventure game. So everybody's like, okay, well, it's an action game. So it's probably going to be third person. You'll probably play Norman Reedus. But what are we doing in this game? That's what I'm asking. So... I don't know, it looks more like a psychological thriller than Metal Gear, but I feel like it's going to have, it's going to be a Metal Gear Solid 4 situation where there's going to be just so many cutscenes in this game, which I don't know if that's a bad thing, but I, I like Metal Gear Solid 4, but it's one of those things like, man, he, he's going to go some places with this game, and I'm excited to see what it is and what it actually looks like in action, and if we're lucky... I don't know. I doubt this is hap This will happen, but tonight it's still PlayStation Experience, and that is a PlayStation exclusive game. Maybe they'll show like thirty seconds of gameplay just to say, "Okay, it's a game. Here, watch it." <laughs> Who knows? I don't know, honestly. But it looks like this podcast is going to be instantly dated after ten p.m. tonight, my time. So, <laughs> um, then they had Phoenix on stage, which I have a couple songs I like by them, and they're okay. It was an okay performance. It didn't blow me away or anything. Uh, they had a student game called Level Squared, and actually looked pretty fun. They won. And then there was this world premiere. Okay, this is probably, wildcard, my favorite gameplay trailer that was there, because it's pure gameplay. And they actually got me with this trailer, right? So it's called Witchfire. And what, what the game does, what the actual trailer does is you see a guy, first person, walking through a forest and has like temples and ruins and there's this giant portal that opens up in front of him he walks through it and then it does a black you know title card and it says from the makers of um edith carter vanishing of edith carter and i'm like oh oh it's a walking simulator okay cool and they keep going a little bit and then he pulls out a shotgun and starts shooting this monster that appears and it says and from the makers of bullet storm and painkiller and i'm just like and then they cut back to the gameplay and it just looks so fun there's like dodging mechanics um shotgun pistol and it just looks like a really cool 
setting for a shooter and i love first person shooters and i love when they take you to places that you don't normally go to so that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun and the graphics are just insane it's probably pre-rendered mostly the dog is snoring now of course <laughs> um it looks probably it's pre-rendered but it looked like gameplay and i'm i'm stoked for that but it's probably not too close it's probably another year off or two so and then they had one of the funniest moments of the night they have joseph fairs of hazelight from he made brothers and now he's making a way out he kind of went a little insane in the show screaming fuck the oscars and cutting jeff keely off and jeff keely was so awkward and you could see it in his face that he was getting frustrated it was comedic gold i would say it was fantastic from a comedic sense i'm sure jeff keely was kind of pissed because he worked really hard on the show but i thought it was pretty cool and in a way out the new trailer looks awesome i've been excited for that game for a while and i think it has a release date now i think it was march so i'm i'm pretty hyped for that one they had a world premiere for dreams from media molecule which i think is i'm not sure if it's going to be um all vr or not but it looks like it has a really cool they actually have a storyline that a through line where you play as a main character and you go through his dreams and then they have a game maker suite basically in there where you make different quote-unquote dreams but it looked like they had shooter levels and different things so it's kind of like um their new version of little big planet but not just the platformer where you can do a little bit of everything and i'm excited to see more of this game i feel like it's going to be a really cool game and i think it said 2018 which they've been teasing this game and talking about this game since they revealed playstation 4 in 2013 2014 for four ish years four give or take years they've been talking about that game so it's bound to come out soon hopefully it'll be like maybe summer or springtime which would be awesome so i'll try it out if it i'm probably going to be one of those it'll probably be one of those i'll wait to what to see what everybody else says about it and see if it'll be worth picking up for me um let's see what else there was we had games for impact and oh okay this is one uh what's his name came out on stage smeagol (laughs) uh i don't know no, this wasn't it, wasn't it? Andy, this was when Andy House comes out. Sorry, I'm just I'm reading and trying to do this at the same time. Andy House came out and did this one, and it was Games for Impact, Hellblades, and it was Sacrifice. They had like a little video about him, and it kind of felt like, oh, is he dead? <laughs> and then he came out on stage and gave him an award. So, and then they talked about uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds new map. It looked pretty fun. Um, I'm still lukewarm on that game. I think it's fun to play with friends, and that's about it. And uh, it doesn't really blow me away like it does a lot of the people in the industry. Okay, sorry about that. I Something happened. I had to go take care of it real quick. <laughs> um, Andy Serkis came out and he gave the award to Melina Jurgens for Hellblade Sinoa's Sacrifice. And she is a video editor. And that was her first acting role. So that was really cool to see her get emotional on stage and all that. And it made me buy the game. I bought the game right after the show because of the, the awards it won. And then they had a, pay, a game from the Payday Makers, which looked kind of like a Killing Floor survival zombie mutant type game where you survive waves of hordes of stuff with traps and different things. It looked, it looked pretty fun. I like those kind of games. I do love Killing Floor and Killing Floor 2 a lot. Um, and Left 4 Dead is a blast also. So it's kind of up my alley when it comes to co-op games. I, I like that style of game. From time to time, it's not my favorite ever, but then they announced the name of it. The name at the end, it's called GTFO, and I'm just like, no, nope, change it now, change it right now. What a terrible name. <laughs> Dang, this thing actually had a lot in it. All right, and then we had Best Game Direction, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It also won Best Action Adventure Game, and then they had a new trailer for Metro Exodus, and this is a series that I've missed, and I've been kind of sleeping on it a bit. So I'm kind of excited to see, um, damn it, <laughs> I'm kind of uh, excited to play through the first two and then 
play this new one too. It it looks like it's an awesome series and it's a first person shooter in a crazy setting and that's right up my alley so I definitely need to try that one out. And then they had the orchestra for Overwatch like I mentioned earlier and in a Warframe update they had to talk about that again. And then uh, they wrapped up with the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild winning game of the year. So for me, I thought the show was pretty solid. Uh, like I said before, there was a bit too much commercials in there. It was a bit too much of a lull. But I know they had to pay for the for the show. So it makes sense. I did like the reveals. I feel like it had enough high caliber reveals in there to, you know, say, you know, these are AAA games. There's AAA games announced in this thing and there's a lot of new stuff announced that were were from smaller studios that people kind of knew and i feel like it was a completely solid show and there was a lot of great takeaways from it from trailer wise and of course you get to see the crazy death stranding trailer and you get to see everybody get recognized for doing amazing work this year this this year has been incredible for games and i like the show and i'll watch it again next year and i think it's probably I mean, it's best we're going to get for game for the game awards, like for awards for gaming, and, and it actually was entertaining, and I kept my interest. So I feel like they did a great job. I think that's it for the topic of the week and the news of interest this week. We're going to go into that community sec- section, which, you know, it's always in the community. <laughs> I actually got a lot of community t- topics last week, or community comments last week, or at least a good amount. We're just going to try to just burn through them in in a nice way i I appreciate them a lot i ask for questions every week i'm going to be asking for questions hashtag phrenic thoughts or just leave me a question on the forums i actually have my own forum on there for the podcast it's uh underneath the podcast if you go to go there you'll see phrenic thoughts and the newest episode will be there go ahead and leave a comment on the thread we'll read it on the show we'll talk about questions and all that good stuff hold Hold on, I'm going to go wake my dog up. She's snoring really loud. Hold on, see if you can hear this. Raven! Hey. You okay, bud? (laughs) Okay. Okay, I got it. Yeah, I know, she was snoring so loud and she was twitching, so I just, maybe she was having a bad dream or something. Anyway. (laughs) Let's go ahead and finish this. All right, what we're doing, a community section now, we have... Uh, Scott, the first question. Uh, I need to stop doing that. We got the first comment was from Scott VJ VG Collectaholic, and he was talking about his difficulty with space when it comes to Guitar Hero, and I can relate to that. He said that um, space was the overall downfall. Both storage space and people's home and retail shelf space were hard for the bundles. With each new iteration of the game, the publishers can't count on everyone having the instrument and limiting the release to game-only versions, or your customer base will deteriorate as people have the as people leave the genre or hobby and new people don't enter. So they have to offer bundles, and retailers have trouble devoting that kind of real estate to items that aren't fast movers. Yeah, that's a great point. And uh, he said he had storage space issues in his own place. All the stuff ended up in his friend's basements or where, whatever. And like the drum sets were the biggest thing that was hardest to store neatly because you can't just hang it, you know, on a command hook on, behind a door or something. Like, uh, like the the drums just take up so much space. And uh, eventually, after a while his friends would be like, eh, I don't really want to lug all that stuff out whenever they were hosting and they were doing parties and stuff with the Guitar Hero and Rock Band set, which makes a lot of sense. And then we have Mr. Dean, Lusagna. <laughs> I won't steal that bit from P1. But anyway, we got round two gaming here. And he was talking about, he said he liked Lost Legacy, and uh, the thing that he said he loves Pixar movies, but he finds the first acts are the strongest, and then ends up with a two, uh, weak two and third act. The last two two acts were pretty weak. Like Wally had a powerful opening, and then kind of loses lose their charm. And um, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, I can see where he's coming from, but especially not this movie and like i've seen this happen the other way around with some pixar movies like if you see toy story 3 the first and second 
acts are kind of slow. I mean, they're, you know, they, they're building everything up, but the third act is actually has a huge payoff. So it makes the movie actually stand strong. Um, I do think this new Coco movie has a strong one, two and three act. All three acts of the movie are pretty strong. There's not much filler in there and it's an actually just a really great adventure. And I thought that movie was probably one of their most solid. If I was to make a top five, I would put it in there for sure. I don't know if it'd be number one or whatever, but it would be in there because I liked it that much. And um, he told me not to forget about the Cartridge Club Extra Life Challenge. And I, I kind of spaced it when I said it last episode, but I'm going to be watching and I'll be there. We'll just, announce it. Well, we'll just do a little housekeeping right now before I finish up these questions. I'm going to be a part of the Cartridge Club 50-hour stream, which starts today, I think. Wait, is today Friday? Today is Friday. Yeah, today goes... I got Mine is like at the at 10 a... On December 10th in the, in the early, early morning. I can't talk. For me, it's midnight to 4 a.m. And I'm in Central Time. So you can do the math from there. And yeah. I'll be playing, I'm going to be playing a Super Mario Maker. I'm making a Super Mario World level based off of the chat suggestions. And I think that it'll probably last all four hours. I'm going to be making it. It's going to be very detailed. We're going to go into it. We're going to try to make something really awesome, kind of fun to puzzle out or some kind of really nice platforming challenges, whatever you guys want to make. And, you know, of course, I'll go through the game. We'll describe what each thing does um all the good stuff that comes with that and then if we run out of time or if i'm we won't run out of time with that if i finish in like two and a half or three hours we'll just throw on another game on the wii u or on the wii or something like that play that for a while um i'm just gonna play that one by ear or like play you know whatever this chat wants i have a few games lined up i can just throw in there and play so whatever we're just going to have a good time and uh, make some Mario stages for charity and hopefully raise some money. Sounds fun. Whew. And then he actually had a question for me. I know I had a tangent there, but with the recent announcement of the record 20 new movies being approved by Marvel Studios, what character or story arcs are you hoping to see? So I was talking about this with some people, uh, some Cartridge Club people, and we were talking about... Uh, Fox, uh, Disney is trying to acquire Fox. So the theory I, theory I have and I hope that happens, this is what I want to see, okay? End of, end of Infinity War, of course there's going to be some people dead in the main cast. You know, it's going to be hopeless. It's going to be one of those down no endings on a movie. There's going to be this huge battle with Thanos and he's going to think he destroyed all the Avengers. Hulk will have gone off somewhere uh, with by himself in the woods and feeling sad because you know he thinks black widow is dead when she's probably in hiding whatever right this is this all this pure theory and then i think that what's going to happen is they're going to show him in the woods after the end credit scene and he's going to hear something in the distance see something in the distance move and then he's going to turn into the hulk from mark ruffalo he's going to turn into hulk and then you're just going to see a silhouette right and it's going to look like a very familiar character, an X-Men, right? It's going to be a silhouette of Wolverine. And then you're just going to hear the sneak of his freaking claws come out. And then it's just going to end. And that's going to be the teaser for that movie. That's my theory. Who knows if it happens? I I would be, oh, you know how how blown away I would be if they did something crazy like that. But it does look like they're merging or they're buying Fox, at least a lot of it. So it looks like it will probably be seeing some X-Men inside of the Marvel Universe, which that's kind of amazing, kind of blows my mind a little bit. And uh, they'll probably recast everybody, I think. I don't think they would keep the same characters or anything. I'm sure there's some contracts that need to be fulfilled with these with a few more movies, maybe you need to finish Deadpool 2 and put out this other X-Men movie that's coming out next next year. I forget the name of it. Uh, New Class, I think. I forget. It's the horror movie. X-Men horror movie. But maybe those movies finish up. And by the time May rolls around, they'll have something made up. If they actually buy Fox, who knows if it's actually going to happen 100%. 
but it looks like it's going to from all the stuff I keep seeing. If they buy Fox, that means that they can uh, take any X-Men character they want. They could have Professor X in there. They could have anything. And then the second Infinity War movie is going to be called like Aven- Avengers, the Dawn of the Mutants or something like that. And it's going to have the mutants in there and they're going to be fighting alongside the Avengers. That's my theory. And that's what I want to see. That would be insane. Just think about it. Just think about it. How crazy it would be to see all the X-Men together with all the Avengers that we know. Oh, so, mm, man, it gets me excited. It's not even really happening. I'm just, you know, what's even crazier is freaking Star Wars comes out in a week. I'm so pumped to see Star Wars next week. Man, I can't even not express how excited I am. But I'm trying to put it out of my mind. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's about it for that question. Thank you so much for responding again, like you always do, Mr. Dean. And then we got P2. I was so happy to see P2 on the forums. You don't see him pop on the forums too often. And when you do, it's just a little nice, little bright and shiny light. (laughs) So he came to the forums and left me a question. He says, I've never been into the plastic instrument games, but I'm curious if you think VR could help revive them somehow. Do you think online play would be better with VR? Getting people together can be tough. Anyway, love the show. Hashtag friend and thoughts. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about this this week. So there is a game. Um, I think it's called Knights of Werewolf. It's a werewolf. Simula- it's like a werewolf game. Werewolf in the Woods or Werewolf something. But it's a VR game. And it's like a tabletop game that you play with your friends um, across from each other in VR. So it's one for four people. And they, you know, it's kind of like you have to do do different things at this tabletop to uh, convince them that you're not a werewolf and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, that's cool. They 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 have been doing stuff like that in VR. I think that online play. I mean, I know it's hard to get people together. That's a good point. And they are making an online version of rock. I mean, a VR version of Rock Band, which looks pretty fun. I don't know if it's out. It might even be out already. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm too lazy to look it up, <laughs> but they are making a VR version of Rock Band that would put you right there, and then when you look down, you see a real guitar. That's cool. Uh, I think that it has a lot of potential in the future, uh, especially as it gets more affordable and they come up with better headsets that have more resolution that are, even if they don't have better re- resolution than they have now, the ones that have low, re- low resolutions, if the entry point's $100 or even 75 bucks. So many people are going to have them, you know, it's going to be easy to find. Give it like five years, I'm going to say, and everybody will have some form of VR in their house. Um, and of course, games will evolve from this, uh, from this. But you know what? Other things are going to evolve from that. This is a, kind of going off a little bit from the main com- uh, question, but they are going to have social spaces inside of these VRs. Uh, that's why Facebook is so interested in VR, like Oculus Rift and stuff, because they want to make like a social, like basically a living room or anything, like a virtual space where you can go see your friends and chill out and talk to them in person, quote unquote, in VR. So just think about it this way. You put your VR headset on and then you say, oh, I want to go to the social space. Oh, let's go to um, a pool table game. All right. Now I'm at a bar inside of VR with two friends that live in two different countries or two different states, whatever. And they probably have like some kind of CG avatar that somewhat looks like them, but you can talk to them. And then, uh, and I probably, by then I'll probably recognize your facial expressions and everything. So it's like you're there talking to them, playing pool and having a a good time. I mean, it's, they have the technology for all this stuff. It's just, they need to make it more affordable for the mainstream and uh they have a vr headset coming out next year uh oculus does that's kind of an all-in-one vr set you don't need a computer you don't need a playstation nothing you just put it on and it works so they're working towards that and i feel like maybe probably by like 2025 that's probably a safe bet so what is that eight years that everybody will probably I said five originally, but I'm, I'm thinking five to eight years. I'm sure everybody will have one. And uh, that'll be a part of our lives. 
So I'm looking forward to that, and I I can see that they could revive the music game too. There could be some cool ideas there. I've seen that they did Res Infinite. Stop, Kitty. Stop it. She's trying to attack my foot. Anyway, they did Res Infinite in PlayStation VR, and everybody said that is probably the best play to play that game. So, I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities, and the future is pretty bright for VR, even though some people want to throw shade at it and put it down. <laughs> Thanks for the question, man. Uh, I, I thought it was a pretty good one. And I think that is about it for the week. For Oh, no, wait. We had a Latino lawyer comment. <laughs> Uh, he said he agrees with me that Stranger Things Season 2 put uh, Will in the sole recipient of pain and suffering from the Upside Down. And he said he can see what how they didn't reveal everything and what they're planning for the next couple seasons. Um, he said that he used to live in Houston. He could visualize 290. And uh, he used to live in the Galleria area, which I love the Galleria, man. Uh, we don't go that often, but I do like it. Um, he said that if he ever comes down, he would, uh, game, sh go to a retro game shop or something with me. I would totally do that any day. I'm sure Sierra would love to meet you too. And he said he never owned any of the music games, but enjoyed them at a friend's house or demos at Best Buy. So, um, he says he doesn't have any party games, um, that, and doesn't host enough parties to justify party games. Makes sense. And that's why he doesn't have Mario Party. And the reason I don't have Mario Party, I mean, Sierra has some on N64 because she's trying to get a complete N64 set. Um, I don't like Mario Party. I feel like it's unfair. Um, it's fine. I'll play it with people. But I always get, I try not to turn my brain on and get the actual competitiveness on it. Because if you're competitive in that game, you just get frustrated because it has so much cheap stuff in there. So that's my opinion. <laughs> all right man thanks so much for the comment i almost skipped you over i feel kind of crappy about that i think that's everybody though this week fairly certain yep um been trying to be active on the forum and commenting and responding there too so if you have any question um there there is no question of the week for the audience this week uh what i want you guys to do is leave me questions about holiday stuff or just festive stuff at hashtag phrenic thoughts anything holiday related anything um you know just from the holidays that you can think of any question you have because i'm going to be on the podcast with sierra next week and we're going to be talking about that and some other stuff so just leave me a comment on youtube with a question on the forums with the question on twitter at Frantic Society, just tweet me hashtag Frantic Thoughts with a question, and I'll be posting that on Twitter too later on this week. So, I think that's about it. And this went a lot longer than it than I initially thought it would. I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna do a 20 minute show. Never works out. It never works out. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week to kick off the 12 Frantic Days of Christmas. I'm ready. It's going to be a good time. See you later, guys. Bye. Astronauts for that uh, announcement. Uh, now I'm here with Joseph Ferris from Hazelight. Joseph, uh, you were at the first Game Awards back 2014 uh, announcing something named Codename Hazelight. Now we know it's a way out. It's coming out uh, next year. Uh, so how does it feel to be back at the Game Awards four years later? Look at me, man. How do I look? It's like <laughs> I'm telling you this. Okay. There are, ex there are like passionate people, there are crazy people, and there is me. I'm so yeah. passionate to be here. I'm so excited to be and meeting this industry. Yes. It's crazy, man. Like, look, this is, this is kind of insane. Like, we're here, we're serving this. Look, the Oscars should fuck themselves up. This is the shit. I'm telling you, this is, this is the real shit. What is this? Is this uh, the interactive gaming? Look, I'm just saying this. Let, let me tell you. Uh, sorry, I'm taking it out. Let me just good. give me a minute. Uh, I want to take your time. Look. Okay, can you swear here? Can you, can you swear? swear? Okay. Fuck the Oscars, you know? <laughs> Fuck the Oscars. Fuck you. I'll tell you. I was like, this is bullshit. Look, here's the thing.
Yeah. The gaming industry is an interactive experience where you, you feel it in your you heart. You a lot of films, and now you're in games. games yeah. right? You know, I, I've done six features, but I don't yeah. care. But okay, we're here to talk about a way out. Let's do yes. that. Yeah, let's get into your game. I'm All sorry, right, I'm so. a little bit, no, no, I'm, I, I'm a little bit jet lagged. So that's why I'm a bit, uh, and so I'm excited. So Joseph, a way out. Co-op yeah, yeah. game, you, sh you, you showed it at E3, yeah. people are excited about it. You got a new clip of it tonight. What can you tell us about what Oof. we're going to see tonight? What can I tell you? Yeah. My friend, I'm telling you. Yeah. All right, this is what I can tell you. Look, this is insane. If, if the whole world tell me mm -hmm. your game is shit, I'll tell them, no, it's not. Right. I, that's how much I believe in it. Okay. All right? <laughs> I'm telling you, like, if you play the game yes. from the beginning to the end, yes. and you see what it is, it's impossible you don't like it. Okay. Impossible. impossible. Make sure to play with a friend that's not a run and gun split screen yeah. shooter. And your friend can play with, with you. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. And this is my idea. It doesn't have anything with the EA shit going on, yeah. with the loot box and stuff. Okay. No. Yeah. Look, look, look. I'm going to say to you one thing. I'm going to say to you one thing. EA has been very good to me. Yes. And, and uh, to be honest with you, they're getting, because it's nice to hate EA, blah, blah, I don't care about that shit. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is this, all publishers fuck up sometimes, you know? Yeah. That's how it is. Mm -hmm. They fuck up, yeah. but that's what it is. Like, in this case, it's like they've been treating me very well. That's right. what I'm saying. This been, I have 100% of the income to my team for the game I'm doing, you know? And it's coming so we, soon, right? Yeah, it's coming. I'm talking too long. That's let okay. Let me talk a little it's bit. Like, so. No, it's like we, we got a long show, Jones. We got to be fair to everybody. Yeah, yeah, let me, let me, let me right. continue a little bit. This, right. this is my time to shine, man. You know how proud I am to be in this industry? You flew a long I, way. I, I know like, you did. This yeah. fun. All right. Joseph Barrett. I love this. But if you keep talking, we're not going to be able to get yeah, to the yeah, game. Yeah, I will show so. you. Yeah, yeah, I will show you. I will show you. Right. Where were we? Where were we? Uh, well, your game's coming out yeah, next yeah, year, right? Yeah, right, right, yeah. So we have... Uh, yes. Well, should we announce the, the, the thing? I think you should yeah. announce the date. We should yeah, show yeah, the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the trailer. We can talk after. Or no, we can't. This is okay, it. Okay, okay. Let's so check out the trailer. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. One second, one second. Yes. Before we talk to it. So, we have something that is... We call it the friends, but it's my idea from mm -hmm. the get-go the first. I'm a passionate man. Nobody will ever, even if I do AAA, this is an independent game, but even if I do that, it will always be the game I want yeah. it to be. All right. We'll come to the point soon. A way out. We got to go. Here we go. <laughs> a way out. Coming out next year. Check it out. Joseph Ferris. He's a passionate guy.